Welcome to Glass Onion Minute. I'm your host for this week, Park Parkinson, and joining me is David Forsyth. Hi, David. Oh, don't make me say it five times. You got now. Come on, come on, come hello, on. Hello, 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 hello. Give it, give it there a little jazz hands you, at the end. You, you established the yeah. pattern. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Yes, and five hellos for the That's fifth right. minute from hours. Uh, for, sorry, from. Zero hours, four minutes, zero seconds to zero hours, four minutes and 59 seconds in. In this minute, we get a second conference call, uh, much a much chipper, <laughs> chipper, chip, 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 chippier conference call than our previous conference call. And we meet possibly a new recipient. Mm-hmm. We're assuming a new recipient at the very end. So we start off with uh, Hudson getting the I don't know, some guy just dropped in <gasps> box and she's very happy. She has a big smile on her face when she realizes uh who this package is from that it's that it's miles and reads it and then we get um a really rare really just hard cut uh in the film Uh, editing is one thing i think we could talk about for this minute um with some 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 fancy editing and then we get a conference call between uh claire and devon in one side lionel on the other and then we learn Birdie is Kate Hudson's mm-hmm. character, Birdie, or sometimes Bird, they call her, uh, who is a third person at a conference call. And they are all trying to open the box, which now we learn is not just a mystery box, it is a puzzle mm. box. All right, genius, what is this thing? Well, it's a Miles invitation. <laughs> well, duh, but, but I it, mean, it must open what is in it? some it's like way. A, it's just like a block of wood. But uh, Devin says, well, there's got to be a way yeah. to open it. And Claire <laughs> just goes, <sighs> And like shoots him an exasperated yeah. look, She's and st- uh, it, her look is almost like stop embarrassing me in front of my friends, right? <laughs> <laughs> and, and yeah, it's very clear he is he is involved in this group because his wife right. is he here. is he is a a full on third wheel here, and so Claire yeah. gives him that look, and Lionel immediately starts talking over him, right? He's he's a, he's like mm-hmm. it's solid. Yeah. Well, there's got to be a way to open it. It's solid. Right. There's no latches or even visible seams. The wood grain pattern's weird though. It's like it's familiar. Hmm. Oh wait, hold on, it's Birdie. It's like it's familiar in that, you know, that's uh, they're them sort of figuring out what's going on and I think they they do even you know as they're trying to open it. Uh, I think Lionel says it's a Miles invitation, right? So it's this is Devin says. Devin says that, right? Devin says it's it's a miles of uh, it's a miles invitation, ah, okay. and then Claire says, "Well, yeah, duh." Yeah, yeah, right. But I mean, That's what it. is it? It's just like a block That's of wood, right. and then. He's like, well, there's got to be some way to open it. And that's what she goes. <laughs> yeah. And she gives so, him the so, look. But then you're right. Then Lionel just talks yeah, over So him. we know that this is a thing. This particular item is not familiar to them. But this as a concept is familiar to them, right? This is a thing. Yeah. They've gotten Miles invitations right. before. They're, they're always a thing to figure out, probably. And, you know, an invitation to who knows what, really, at this point. But it could could be to something familiar it could be to his birthday party who knows but it's you know it, it's something that they have seen in concept before if not in this particular presentation yeah and it's something that they're used to getting as a group because right yeah lionel has called claire as soon as he gets it yeah r- the first thing he does is call claire it was he so he's assuming that she is also in on this she's also gotten it uh, it the scene did remind me a little bit of the clue, and you got a letter, and you yeah. got a letter, and you got a letter, and you got a letter. Except that they all here 
Plum and Mustard and Scarlet <laughs> and Green, everybody all know yeah. each other, and they're all already friends, which is a neat take on that kind of mystery. It's one of the things that makes me um, already engaged. Yeah. The idea that we're going to see a group of, of friends who are already friends, already know one another, and they think of this as being kind of one more adventure, but of course we know it's going to be one adventure where something Ooh, is right. different or weird or goes terribly wrong. Yeah, because no, uh, no otherwise just, this wouldn't be a Benoit Blanc yeah, you mystery. Don't, you don't just make a movie about a birthday party, right? That doesn't. I mean, someone has yeah. that sure, but like this is not what that is. So, or that is not what this is. No. Anyway, these are these different are things. things. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, yes, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Different, the different kind of circumstance, and I, I guess. The movies I'm thinking of that that remind me of that were sort of you get a group of friends together and it's a mystery, unless of course it's like an episode of a TV show where it's like a, we're all going to go on a mm-hmm. trade and murder mystery and it's like it are either um, they they become a unit during the adventure like in True. Clue, or they all know each other and and that's part of the secret or that's part of a thing that you you find yeah. out. Uh, everyone's got a pass together, like like a sort of um, the connections between people in uh, in um, and then there were none, mm-hmm. or um, uh, murder on the Orient Express, where you're sorry, spoilers for, <laughs> for... and then there was Agatha Christie's two most adapted yeah. novels uh, uh, that have been books for you, you know our decades. Uh, close to a century, century now yeah. if, uh, at least yeah. one of those uh yeah you you uh like that's part of the thing that you find out so uh, starting there beginning with hey here's a group of friends that's i, I don't know if i'd say novel i'm sure it's i'm yeah. sure before i'm just not thinking of things off the top of my head but uh another kind of newer thing well, to do it, it, with it, that the, subgenre i i the the whole like we're friends going off on an adventure together is always a more of a horror movie trope to me than a mystery movie trope because it, you often yeah. get the, like that yeah the, that's the that's the cabin in the yeah, woods you get thing. that first 10 minutes of, of the movie where they're they're gathering up the beer in the tents and putting them into the one car right, that right. doesn't run so well that they're going to drive off into the woods where no one knows where they are they don't have a map and there's no phone and yeah so it's that that's that's yeah. uh but yeah i mean it, clearly there is some sort of history uh, or, or we're all going to go to a secluded trope, location yeah, where right, we can investigate exactly. strange yeah, noises. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. So for 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 mysteries and for and for murder, I guess there's murder and mysteries too, right? So, <laughs> yeah, do you, but a, do you but, run from it? But, but more of a murder mystery yeah. than a than a mystery murder. Yes. Anyway. Yeah. Anyway, that is a it's a fun dynamic, and it's and it's I like watching their friendship friendship group play. Um, I especially like uh, Claire and Lionel's mm-hmm. dynamic. Though also Claire and Bertie clearly have a a close relationship where um, where <laughs> where Claire says, uh, "Well, Claire at first says hi, Peg," yeah. and then Bertie says, "Oh no, Peg's putting out a fire. She'll be back." And Claire assumes she means metaphorically, right. but in fact, it is our payoff yeah. <laughs> for the fire stick juggler dancer fellow that we saw yep. before in our th- third minute who then in our fourth minute peg said hey quit doing that and now in our fifth minute we've got <laughs> we've got peg as walking as she says that peg is he's behind uh birdie with a fire yeah. extinguisher and we can see that she was right that guy should not have been Definitely playing with not. fire at this very crowded party yeah. 
You should, you should sit down and watch CNN. And I'll say... That's a safe way. That this is a, a good... Um, it's an interesting bit of cinematography here because the, there's a as the phone call unfolds, right? They're all in separate locations on telephones talking to each other. Um, and when when a phone call first happens between Lionel and Claire, we get a straight vertical split screen, right? Lionel on the right, yes. Claire and, and Devin are on the left. And then uh, they talk and talk and we'll get to what they talk about. And it's, it's not, in, not terribly consequential of what I'm trying to say here. But anyway, Bert, when Birdie calls in, there's sort of a clock wipe that sort of moves them up and reveals the lower i'd say half of the screen widescreen to just yeah. birdie in the party yeah and that's done deliberately to get the peg payoff because we get birdie close up talking into her phone and in the background we see peg dash in with a fire extinguisher and she's like messing with it trying to pull yeah. the pin the twitter and things like that is fine now, is this a Miles thing? Have you figured out how to open it? And if Birdie didn't get that widescreen exactly. shot, you wouldn't have room for Peg doing the funny business exactly. in the background. It's, it's very farcical, sort of, uh, you know, stumbling into frame, spraying things and stumbling out of frame. It, it's 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 fun. So, Well, and, that, and then doing the split screen like that has a very old-fashioned True. feel. Yeah. Like, it's a thing I feel like... Like, in the 50s, I... I, I I mean, I wasn't alive fifties, but movies I have watched from forties through sixties would do that kind of thing more often. Play with a split screen, and like when a new character would come in, they would get a new like they would answer yeah. the phone call. I want to say, is that pajama game? I imagine there's a particular movie I'm thinking of. Where I'm imagining like a f- other character coming in, and then the 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 design of the of the split screen changing from like uh, two side by side like squares or rectangles to like three triangles or, but in this case we get birdie comes up and kind of shoves the other characters up. And then after she's done with her business and it's Lionel's turn to talk more, Lionel's lower uh, bar swings down and Lionel now has one half of the screen on like the left half. And then are the right, is the right half is the right half. And then, Birdie and uh, and Claire and Devin are stacked on the left half. Yeah, and that was it, that was fun it was to watch. Good. It was it, you know yeah. it, it, it was it, it does have sort of an old timey feel to it. I'm glad you you mentioned that because I hadn't really put that together. But it, it does um, the, the sort of wiping like active wipe is not something we really see in in uh, yeah you know it, it feels. Brady Bunchy, you know, or like you said, yes. old old, uh, old telephone party line, telephone joke calls. Yeah, so I feel like if any if any modern director is gonna like play with a star wipe, yeah. <laughs> might be Ryan Johnson. Yeah. I could see him I doing see that, that kind of thing. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and it's it's it looks very artificial, yeah. but he's not worried about that. I feel like this is a movie that is not out to make you feel like this is a real thing really happening at least not entirely it's much more likely to have fun with artifice and to play with artificiality which is also a a a way to comment on covid which it it continues to do (laughs) in this scene when birdie comes in she also brings in the party noise and of course, one of the things that Claire says is, "Wait, should you be having a I think Lionel says that party?" Yeah. Yeah. She's like, "Lionel, Lionel, yeah, right. Lionel says that." And Lionel, Lionel, uh, use your science brain. I'm working on it. Bert, should you really be having a party? 
No, they're all in my pod. It's fine. Yeah, because Claire is like, hey, where's yeah. Peg? Lionel is more concerned with, uh, yeah, and her response is, oh, they're all in my pod, <laughs> which is, that's, that's bull. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> we all knew those people that, like, had a pod that was really, you know, too big and too irresponsible. And he's like, you guys aren't. Yes. You like to call it that so that. How many pods yeah. are you in? Because you can only be in one. You're almost to be in one yeah. pod. And uh, if we all have three pods, then you then, have no pods. Then, it's, yeah. there's, then there's no such yeah, thing right. as a pod anymore. Yeah. But it, it's it's pretty funny. It's another another one of the uh, COVID uh, tropes that we we sort of get thrown into here to to remind us of our yeah. our time and place. So or, and Claire also um, has anyone heard from Duke? No. No, Bertie's Bertie because when Claire says to Bertie that Lionel is also on the phone, as I think, and then. Birdie is immediately like, Lionel, we figured out how to open it. Yeah. So she also, they're all very familiar with each other. Yeah. Um, and that, yeah, again, this is like this, they're they're all friends. They all know. And then one of the things they do is immediately ask, um, oh, Birdie says, has anyone heard from right. Duke? <clears throat> so. So this has gotten some attention recently. So obviously. Not only do they, do they immediately call each other. You know, Lionel calls Claire, and then also Birdie calls Claire, which also tells us who's the head of this yeah, sort of friendship who's, who's group. The organizer, at least, right? Yeah, and that makes sense. Claire's a politician, yeah. like that. And, I, that and sure, that totally drives their. And character. they make reference to Lionel being a a big science brain, right? Like, so he's he's yes, use your science right. brain. Lionel. Yeah, he's their uh, maybe their puzzle solver like like imagine this group has gone to an escape room right and that's the same kind of dynamic that they're going to have there right where where you get yes. uh, leaning on the one person for something smart and and then yeah. you know, who knows who will actually ever figure it out but claire will organize yeah. the search for the item <laughs> right. and then once they bring all the items together they will give them all to lionel who will arrange them in the proper order and figure out right. the and devin will stand in the corner and pout so yeah yeah and birdie will yeah, have a exactly drink. <laughs> we'll ultimately do what she's told have a drink maybe set something on yeah, fire she'll probably squeal with excitement about something when, when they do yeah, find this yeah, there solution. We go. So, yeah she she'll probably make it worthwhile oh, everybody yeah. else because she'll she'll make yeah. things entertaining she's the party cover uh and then duke possibly is the person we have a new actor now we have bring we have brought in uh dave bautista who is standing at the very end of our minute he's standing in a very expensive looking mm. garage like a like a reality TV show yeah, garage, right. like a sort of he's a he's a Jesse James or American Chopper type guy. All my references are old <laughs> because I am middle aged now, and uh, he appears to be either he's giving an interview or he's possibly reading a prepared statement. Um, he uh, he says so. This has got to have this has gotten some attention recently. Obviously, I like to speak to this, and then that's where our minute yeah. cuts out. We end right there. I like to speak to this. Our minute cuts out. But um, he also is wearing a matching hat and shirt. Yeah. His, his sleeveless black T-shirt has some sort of a lion symbol on the front, yeah. kind of a simplified tribal tattoo looking sort of lion. And that's also on his hat, mm-hmm. which looks like it might be uh, like, a, like a baseball cap, I think. But it's, it's uh, possibly. Material, yeah, yeah as a camo. Yeah. Uh, so. Yeah, he owns some sort of business with a, or yeah. concern or something that has this as his logo. Yeah. 
And uh, as you know, as you expect, Dave Bautista is in a sort of sleeveless tank top type T-shirt because I, I don't know if shirts are made that can contain his guns. So you know, he's got a. I yeah, was gonna say his possible, yeah, but you 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 can't cover up yeah, that gun yeah. show. That's uh, <laughs> it's for everybody. Uh, and and you can see his tattoos, yep. uh, which often you don't get to see. They usually I shouldn't say usually, but very often they cover up for roles. Yeah. You were saying he's got a couple on there that are not. You know what? Yeah, I, I was just looking past here. You can't really see them in this because they are um, under where that shirt would be. But they, he does have some that are like specifically put on for this character. That I'm assuming he didn't get cool. real new tattoos for, for this role, but probably there are not. a couple that that uh, play up this character's traits. So, um, yeah. But man, I, I do. I, I'm gonna call out the the Dave Batista bit as my like third favorite bit from our, our chunk of five minutes, even though my favorite bit from his is actually in the sixth minute. So those guys will get to talk about it. Um, so I'll, I'll just kind of let that hang there. But man, I, I love Dave Bautista as an actor, like over the past few years, he's probably become one of my favorite, like surprises. you know, we, we all know him from guardians of the galaxy and that character is, yeah, yeah, yeah. is often, you know, a punctuated bit of chaos into the movie um uh, some unexpected yeah. humor some uh interpersonal revelation for other people generally right like you don't reveal much about dax or dax dax that's right drax, drax. i knew it was drax no, that wasn't quite right um he's also sometimes i mean he kind of goes back and forth between being rather cold yeah. and sometimes cruel unthinkingly yeah. cruel if he is to also sometimes being just a just a giant yeah. heart, high I emotional mean, intelligence really, at times, yeah, yeah. At times it, c- it comes out it clearly feels big, but his um, his range of ways to express that is not particularly nuanced, and I, his, his, a lot of the humor for him is supposed to come from that he doesn't really understand figures of speech uh, or or metaphor. You know, it's like that doesn't go over my head. Nothing goes over my head. I'm very tall. Uh, that's that's like kind of his, his, his the, the running gag with him. It is definitely I, I have not seen, but he's done a lot of other stuff. But I am looking forward to seeing him play a different kind of character. I know he's talked about like how much he enjoys moving beyond Drax because he likes the character. He's not fond of the makeup chair, but also wants to do more layered characters with more like emotional range. Yeah, and I. I'm gonna. I, I cannot remember the name of the movie that he was in with Kumail Nanjiani. It was sort of a buddy. It might have just been called. It was something where Kumail was an Uber driver and uh, Dave Bautista was a detective, and they kind of get caught up in hijinks. Because anyway, go see that. That was very funny. Like huge departure um, for him. Um, Stuber. Stuber. Yes, right. That's what it was called. Yes, good. I. I remember here. I have not said I remember hearing about that. And you said Kumail Nanjiani because I love Kumail Nanjiani. Yeah. Um, that uh, Karen Karen Gillan also has a role in that. Uh, yes, I be- Yes, I think that's correct. Yeah, but then um, yeah. I think the moment that solidified me as a big fan of his because I'm not a wrestling guy, right? Like I didn't know him from that. But uh, his role in uh, Blade Runner twenty forty nine. Okay. literally brought little tears to my eyes like it was a heartbreaking role and then they had these sort of behind the scenes vignettes uh, about some of these characters and, the, and his character was was one 
who got one of those vignettes uh and it's just just great just great it, it's made me a fan of, of like to where i see oh dave batista's in that movie i want to go see it so it, it's a thing for me now so i'm glad i got to, to talk briefly gushingly about him here <laughs> for the you know seven seconds or whatever that he is on screen for right. so, <laughs> a very brief period yeah. yes yeah i i'm i'm looking forward to forward to seeing more i uh i yeah, i haven't seen a lot of other stuff i have not <sighs> out of the list of movies I, I really want to see that I haven't seen yet. I haven't seen that on 24 yet. Though, you know, hey, if you've you've got um you have an actor everyone thinks of as kind of like a meathead of beefcake and you want to give them a uh, really touching scene, Blade Runner is the franchise yeah, to go sure. to. That's where you go, yeah. Tears yeah, in the rain, exactly. man. Uh <laughs> yeah. So, I don't know if I have anything else to say about this minute and I'm just kidding, which the Editing slash cinematography, really, like you said, the uh, the the wipes and swipes, <laughs> the bleeps, the loops, the creeps, the deeps, uh, are are really fun. It's very playful. The banter between the characters is very playful. I really enjoy that. And then, yeah, our intro- introduction of uh, Dave Bautista, who we assume is Duke. Yeah, I'll, I'll say a, a couple other things. I think we kind of alluded to it about sort of who calls whom and in what order. It kind of does a little bit to establish some of their internal group dynamics and then also yeah. the way that claire talks to birdie like she's a child is is another like, yes there's a little bit of it here there's more of it in, in the near future um probably in the next minute but uh but she definitely has a you know when she, when she says um again birdie it's like she takes yeah. on a tone that you gotta stay off yeah, twitter she takes on a tone that's like a mother to a child you know kind of uh kind of and that you know that may be just claire because she is a mother um that may just be a default tone that she takes um when somebody's sort of misbehaving uh in a mischievous sort of way or is suspected yeah. suspected but yeah it's um it, it's a uh, another little another little insight into some intergroup dynamics there i think oh and also oh where is when when lionel and and birdie interact you know she's like she's kind of like uh you know lionel use your side come on figure it out have you figured it out yet and he's like i'm working on it bird should you really be having a party like he's he's kind of like hey should you be doing that kind of in a big brothery kind of way but that's not the same as claire's oh come on again birdie (laughs) you gotta stay after like i just i guess she's kind of the group's little irresponsible sister but especially claire is the mother yeah. of this yeah. group it seems and like there w- one little tidbit in there that i noticed when so when uh when lionel calls claire um we see the the phone call pop up on her phone and there's a picture of lionel on the call and it's clearly like a very yeah. old picture right it's like diff- different haircut yeah. different it's like an older pixelated like something you might have taken with your you know iphone 2 or something like that you know it's it's like a it's not a not a great picture or it's blown up from a from a you know much smaller picture so it it, it back when she had a flip yeah, exactly phone or something. i think it shows yeah. um the length of their relationship right like they've they've known yeah. each other long enough to have old pictures of each other so yeah this is definitely a group with a lot of history yep. together yeah and where and where does duke fit into it right so that's that's what we all want to know it doesn't i can imagine how 
Lionel and Claire might know each other. They both seem like brains yeah. in different right. ways. And of course, Devin and his mustache uh, married <laughs> yeah. into this. Uh, his very his the most tired mustache. Uh, and and I can I imagine like Bertie like kind of flits in and out of a lot of people's sure. lives. Yeah, I, so I but I do wonder how how Duke fits into this. Yeah, right. He I mean from the little bit we saw he's got the most different personality from them, right? Like, you know, let's say that they let's say that these are all old college friends, right? If Claire is the poli sci major, um Devin is the um they they bond over the climate stuff because we see him wearing a Greenpeace t-shirt. So I think that's that's their Yeah, their yeah, clear, yeah. That's that yeah. shirt. Yes, yeah. Greenpeace. Yes, so okay. I think that's their clear bond. But then, you know, Lionel's the science guy, you know, so and, and then Birdie, let's say she was the theater kid. She's got that kind of energy going for her, right? Like sort of like 100%, flighty. Yes. Settle down actors. It's, I'm, I'm not, you know, you, you know what you were like in college. But yeah, it's so it's it's a but duke but duke is yeah i mean but duke. from what you see he's he's meat right like he, he's not uh, did yeah would yeah. he have even gone to college kind of thing like the 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 garage that you mentioned he's he's posing in front of has a um like a classic car like 60s 70s muscle car kind of thing up on a lift and you know, did he go to a, a Votech school, right? Like I did, um, you know, did he even go to college? Did he, he get a, a certificate in, um, you know, engine repair and, and, and whatnot and, and is doing, you know, who knows what now, but yeah. Yeah. It looks like a, like an old, like, oh man, like a, like a late sixties, yeah. maybe very early seventies muscle yeah. car. Uh, yeah. But, uh, yeah, you, you, and yeah. then possibly older, you wonder, there's like a surfboard in the background yeah too, yeah like right. a yeah a unicycle possibly <laughs> that is I, but yeah this seems like a very broy place and what would hit right like we already kind of know lionel's and claire's ties to miles we know birdie has one but we don't know who it is if we're assuming yeah. that duke had i would assume he has one as well so yeah it's it's it leaves a lot up in the air i mean seven seconds of, of intro is, is going to leave a lot up in the air in most cases, right. but yeah, I'm going to, I'm going to throw a prediction out. You know, tell me if I'm right. I'm curious because, because miles is a, um, is, a an aeronautics, um, uh, genius seems to be among other things. Um, Birdie is this kind of Gene Harlow, Clara Bow looking like Starlet. I'm I'm gonna assume that they at some point dated, and that's the Howard Hughes <laughs> sort of uh, side to to Miles is that they had a they had a thing together, and she was his. Oh man, who was it that Howard Hughes dated? There was a more than one probably. Um, Catherine Hepburn, maybe. Yep. Um, yeah, yeah. Had like a, a a couple of famous movie movie yeah. stars. Uh, I think with Hard Hughes. Yeah, I'm I'm wondering if that's that's their connection, but and, and maybe maybe Miles also. Maybe they were all at like Brown together or something. Right. Yeah. I I don't know, but 
But but you're right. But Duke is the odd odd one out in that group so yeah. far, unless he has a hidden well yeah side that we can't yeah, see. Or yeah, something. for sure. I mean, uh, you, you he 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 does have more than just the meat. I will say that he that is a thing that he's uh, attempting to to overcome that that image uh, his character throughout the rest of the movie. So yeah, it's yeah, there's more to him than than you know the gun show. So. <laughs> I look forward to seeing more in the gun show. Is there anything you want to say about? I will, I will tease the rest of the, the movie. Yeah, anything you want, like a, a thing, especially to tell viewers, hey, look out oh, for this what? or think about just this that my forward. my next upcoming from. you know favorite moment um, is Duke related, and as actually two pretty quickly come up is one where he <laughs> is his. Uh, partner in the endeavor that we see him going through right now gives a little bit of a speech and then duke echoes that bit of speech back and that's hysterical and then we meet one of duke's family members uh which steals the movie frankly so uh, oh so yeah oh i want to see duke's brother sister uncle (laughs) member of family coming up yeah very cool well so that's it for this minute we have uh, reached the end of our five minutes together, yeah. David. But I I hope you come back and join us. If not for more Glass Onion Minute than for a <laughs> for... future Movie Minute podcast. Yeah, maybe the next, uh, maybe the, the Benoit Blanc uh, swamp thriller. Whatever. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we, we go back and find yeah. out what, the, where, where Benoit Blanc cleans up the case the mess he left behind when he couldn't solve the case that got him kicked off the force of the i'm assuming new orleans police yeah, department something. maybe Baton Rouge. So, yeah. So, yeah sure yeah. you go there yeah so, somewhere very to- very cajun and creole alligator and ate his arm yeah. And, yeah, something. <laughs> <laughs> yes it's luckily also solid o'clock yeah, and he's right. been right. chasing him ever after for the rest of him yeah because he tastes so good well Thank you very much for joining me, David. David, do you want to plug your podcast yeah, yeah. or anything so else we, before we go? Uh, yeah. Edge of Tomorrow Minute is uh, doing kind of this same thing um, for the movie Edge of Tomorrow, the 2014 time-looping sci-fi military alien invasion echo of World Wars 1 and 2 uh, thriller with Tom Cruise, Emily Blunt, directed by Doug Liman. So... Uh, come over and, and listen to that at edgeoftomorrowminute.com. Check out our f- relatively unused Twitter, Live Die Retweet. We've got Facebook listeners group and all that stuff. So, But it's all linked from the main site of edgeoftomorrowminute.com. I don't have to read anymore, but if I did, I would I would definitely add Live Die Retweet. Yeah, I mean, check it would us. Just be, it would just oh, be a ahead. perfunctory follow because, like I said, we it's we're, we're towards <laughs> the end of the movie. So it, I've gotten lazy and we don't really post there anymore. So yeah, Worth it, yeah. worth it, worth it. Also, check us out on Twitter at Glass Onion Min, all one word. Please rate, review, and subscribe to Glass Onion Minute on your podcatcher of choice. Goodbye, David. It was nice having you. And you will all see a new pair of people tomorrow or for the next podcast for Minute 6. Minute 6.